good with you. Man. This ain't chilling, man. Try to get it done. So, I want to talk to you today about a couple topics and stuff like that. Just want to pick your brain a little bit for the minutes since we did this. So, I just want to know the state of how you are doing as a black man, how is your mental, everything like that. Hold on, let me, let me, let me quiet this down so I can hear you. Uh, man, I apologize, man. I can barely hear what you were saying. What you say now, man, about being a young black man? I said I wanted to know how you're doing, how's your mental, everything, especially in this climate right now. Man, I, I, I got it uh, especially right now, but like, young black guys, man. What we living with, you know, what's going on. Um, just, man, just some reason, man. I mean, it, it seems like we're trying to have each other's back as far as this cop thing, man, but I'm getting older now, man. I, I see, like, how I could have been helped by older black men, you know, uh, into my age, man, and I just don't see how and why it wasn't done. So a lot of times, I guess you have to probably kind of inquire, man. But man, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm good. I'm still alive, so it's an opportunity to you know to stay, make the best of my opportunity to take care of my family. I just very true. Wish, I just wish we black people lifted each other up a little bit more. A little yeah, bit more. you know, uh, I'm at a point in my life where I don't subscribe to the crabs in the barrel thing. I, I won't put down another black man, woman, etc. I believe in uplifting and. In order for us to progress as a race and just as a culture, we have to uplift each other more. Mm. It led to one of the reasons why I started my little thing, um, this little group on Facebook, is called Black Finesse. And it's to empower us as a race. You know, it deals with a lot of issues we face, our mental, everything like that. And also, I highlight realtors and all types of black owned businesses that I've used or are going to use and stuff like that and I implore a lot of business owners to come there and to you know to highlight their businesses for others to go and shop and stuff like that and I'm a firm believer in supporting black owned businesses but I also believe this make sure what I'm supporting the quality is good too yeah I'm a person I don't believe in poor quality in anything. We're human, we make mistakes, there's flaws, of course. Yeah. But if I'm paying for something, I'm paying for the quality of it. Not just for me supporting you. That comes too with it, but also I want the quality. If it's a restaurant, I want some of the best foods. I didn't support some black businesses. The food wasn't that good, but I didn't knock them. I didn't just, you know, bash my stuff like that. Because that's not contributing to helping them. That's only contributing to hurting them as a business. And I want to see them flourish. I want to see them, you know, blossom into something better. But it's Black History Month. We've been through a lot as a race. So <clears throat> tell me what has stood out more this Black History Month opposed to others to you, if anything has stood out. Man, honestly, man, I, I think uh, 
just dealing with this whole pandemic and all that. I think things are a little kind of lost in the snow. I know back down south where we are, everything is kind of snowed in. But, man, a lot of things are just kind of lost, man. Um, I know one thing that I've been teaching my kids, man. I know it's supposed to be, you know, Black History Month. It's almost over. But uh, it's not just Black History, man. This is American history. They, they they really put that on as black history. Like black history is separate from American history. Uh, I, I appreciate them doing a full, I guess, twenty eight days, but all the other days of the year, you know, is considered just history, you know, and they don't really mention black people in their history. You know? So I I do appreciate the specification, man, but I feel like having this month kind of spotlights that they don't show much attention to black history, to true American history, which is a lot of things that the black people have attributed to America. Like the month. Uh, man. I, I don't know what could be done. Well, I, I guess I don't want to be the one talking down on the month. But I, I, feel, I, I feel like this should be celebrated year-round. You know, we celebrate, honestly, American history year-round for different holidays, etc. like that. So why can't you make black history? Why is that one month? You know what? See, like, I, I have questions about this black history. Like, I wonder, like, okay, is is there an increase in black people productivity during this month? Like, what what's the true positive game that you're teaching our young kids about it? I mean, I I, I really wonder. Like, I, I wonder do employers be like, well, I'm a, I think I'm gonna hire more black employees because it is black history. I wonder if it's to that avail. Like, I wonder what kind of what kind of true uh, recognition is it? You know, just a few commercials or what's, what's happening really? Yes, I, I wonder who deemed all this this or that for us. That's or not success. And what we have, what we're not doing for Black History Month. And a month is not substantial enough for me. Yeah. Um, I feel like we don't give enough praise to Brother Malcolm like we give to Brother Martin and that's a big right. issue for me because I feel like you have to have two parts of this thing to make the make the whole civil rights and everything work the meaning the purpose of what we're trying to achieve and although both have different philosophies as violent and non-violent ways to try to achieve I feel like Malcolm impact was very, very influential. That's what I mean, you know, describe his ideology. <laughs> you know, unless it's black people actually doing it. How many white people actually put Malcolm X on me? None. But then he was outlaw. He was... He was outlaw. Very big time. Bound on, he was, you know, red. Pretty much at peace, they still looked at him in the same way. He was one of the biggest threats to America. And in which I've always believed the nation and 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 the NYPD as well as FBI contributed into the self fascination. I feel like all three were all together within that because he was dangerous. The worst thing to have is educated educated black people. Our risk is harm to the country, especially during that time. You know, why would Malcolm X be, you know, number one and number two on 
top 10 most wanted people in America, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Same as Martin. Knowledge. Knowledge is power. You're organizing people. They feel like they can't oppress us no more. Mentally, you And when you start rebelling, that's how they That's what they were faced with. So that's why they assassinated me on um, aspects. Yeah, I feel like you um, talked about what you know, uh, the H presented. Now they, they got this America great again stuff. I feel like they said, I feel like they look at him as a threat to the a great America that they visualize. Um, they great America being, uh, they great America being that, you know, uh, Really, we we stay to their to to their um to their to their acknowledgement uh, to their things that they thought was great. And yeah, I think they want to be docile to change that. They want to be docile in a sense. Um, I agree with you. America has never been great. They they had these philosophies about being great because it wasn't. Their philosophies is this. America was stolen from the Indians. It was built off the backs of black people. Blood, sweat, death. Everything off black people. So they omit that part. It makes it seem like it's a fairy tale. Land of opportunity. If you're not a minority, if you're not colored, a lot of land of opportunity. Even as, even even as even as far as we progress, we're still fighting up. It is. Just um, in the 50s, they wouldn't let Negroes go here. Colors have to be in the back. Whites only, etc. So that hadn't been in the years. So people, so many people just thought, man, y'all need to know it's going to never fall. I say the things that are inspiring today are still going to win, so that causes the issue. That I excuse my dog. You do, man. It's a big issue. And so, that's what we're facing. So, hey, you ever mention this stuff to your kids, man? I talk to my sons about it, but, you know, they're still at the age where they're still learning. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the word it goes over their head, so you have to kind of break it down. And, I don't want to understand. But, um, every night I read to my sons about different black philosophers, doctors, actors, lawyers, different things they've done to influence the black culture and help us. I try to warn them with the knowledge that they don't teach the school. Yo, do your kids seem shocked when you tell them stuff about the past? No. I did too, man. They're, they're shocked. I mean, I think the biggest thing for them just the whole black and white thing. Understanding the difference of race and color. Mm-hmm. And how some people might view them. And so, you know, we talked about that. And, you know, credit to my sons are very, very intelligent. So they grasp it. Grasp it. Some kids are great. Um, and the thing is that they so fascinated with these black philosophers doctors, lawyers, stuff like that. We did one on a couple weeks ago. 
We're on Red Tones about Benjamin Benjamin Banker, all the highlights and low lights of his life and everything like that, his achievements. And so, after he read that, they had to do a presentation to us, me, mother. And so, we did a presentation. My oldest children, he was doing everything about I'm not the one, he was still the grasp the concept of learning things, but he knew certain things as well. And so, they kind of contributed together and stuff like that. So, it was a great thing. It's good to see stuff like that. My kids, I give them every option that they can. Like, I'm I do want y'all to go to college, but I understand college students for everybody. So, I want you to have your grades at the highest that they can be. So, you can have an option if you choose to go or not to go. And you have your definition. Position to where you don't have to depend on your mother or feel like you're a burden to your mother because you're earned a scholarship through your hard work. And so, all of our HBCUs, they really fascinate me. Man, I find myself really, um, I find myself coming. Go ahead, I'm sorry. My oldest. That he's going to HBCU, so then the others follow. Uh, it's a great thing. You know, I don't want to have time. I would love for you to go to HBCU. But make sure that's the right choice for you. Don't say it because you're trying to do it for daddy or mama. Do it for yourself because you're going to have to go to the university or wherever you go to if you decide for four years. It's not going to be nothing about mama life or dad. Like, right? forget about what's your preference. You don't want to go to a situation where you're miserable, you know? Yep. Because that brings on resentment. That's one of the other things I'm teaching my kids, man. Going through black uh, regret. Making sure that the, whatever decision you make, you're happy with. You know what I mean? Hmm. I'm not, you know, I, I want to I avoid teaching this. Don't, don't make a decision just to make yourself happy. Like, that ain't what I'm teaching them. Don't, don't be, don't be, you know, don't, don't regret the decision that you have. I'm not open to it. You're making a little bit hard. The biggest thing for me is, I'm trying to speak in the individual. Individuality. Oh, this is his own person. My middle one, he copies my old. I'm just copying my middle. And so I get them all, I get them all a lot of times, like, no, I don't want you to copy the brother, I'm not saying it's bad or good, I want you to be your own self, establish your own identity, what you like, you know? You don't want, <laughs> you don't want the kids to be followers. Of course, definitely not. Definitely not, man, that's, that's one of the worst. I'm raising my sons to be leaders. Hmm. You have to leave. But, you know, I'm talking to do what you feel right. I talked to my sons on a level that like this. <clears throat> I told him the other day, I said, you get mad every time someone says, no, it's not your way. It's not what you feel. So you have to lash out. I have to get this whole elaborate temper tantrum. Which kids do. I say, the world doesn't owe you nothing. They don't owe me nothing, they don't owe you nothing. And so, you have to determine how you're going to act. You're going to get told no a lot in life. 
And if you react the way you react right here, guess what? You're going to end up in hell or worse. I say, somebody can punch you in the face. Because nobody, nobody's obligated to listen to you, to raise them, yell, or anything like that. I'm just using this as an example. I say, good example. I say, because we're all individuals and we all have our own opinions. And we all understand how things work, but that doesn't mean you have to demean. And your actions can be demeaning even if you're not trying to be demeaning. And I say, do you, I ask them, say, do you want somebody to punch you in the face? No, sir. I say, do you want your friends to not be around you because of your actions? Hey, you'll find yourself tiptoeing their line of like I, I, tip, I really tiptoe their line of not allowing my kids to be racist not teaching them to be racist because yeah. so, I'm teaching them about what the world is and as I teach them about what the world is I gotta teach them I have to teach them what the world was you know not necessarily leaving them to make a decision about how they should be because I, I, as, you know, I let them know hey so they did this in the past, and so you need to be looking out for undertones of these things, uh, the little yeah. things that they, you know, like I don't want you to live in the shadow of that. Oh, you know, ain't yeah. no reason I hate these people that's here now because they're not the ones that actually did it. But this is how things work. Yeah, and this how yeah. some things still exist, you know, because of that. Yeah, I think mine universal love. I feel like just because I teach it doesn't mean everybody's gonna have it. So I let them know that. I said, there's some people that don't like you doing this, don't like you doing that. Don't like you for just being who you are yourself. So it's going to be issues. So you have to understand that. You can't change who you are for them because they don't like you. They don't like you. They don't like you to color your skin. Hmm. So you have to keep moving forward and be progressive. And change the narrative. Change how they hear you. Change how they see you. Everything like that. And that depends on your actions, your attitude, your opinion, how you carry yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I told him, I said, you're going to make mistakes in life. You're going to fail. You're going to do dumb things. I said, just at the end of the day, you have to ask forgiveness. Make the peace with it. Ask forgiveness from the Lord and make the peace with it. To move on and try to be better. You as a move on stay stuck in there. Yeah, I think well, guess what? We've all made horrible choices, we all made horrible mistakes. And so no man can say, I'm better than this man because they never been in that man's shoes, they never built that man's shoes or woman's shoes or whatever. So uh, I man, I promise you, I feel it hundred percent that way. You never know what you're, you know, what you're capable of until you put it in Yeah. Very true. Man, I was, uh, I was pulled over, you know, when all this stuff was going on, you know, all these shootings and stuff, I was pulled over by the cops, dude. I'm not gonna lie. There was a sense of fear that this could, you know, because, you know, I didn't have a gun. I had a and all that kind of stuff going on. I couldn't have no gun on me. But uh, the guy pulled me up to see had me get out the car. And I'm thinking, like, man, this is going to do something dumb. Keep my hands out of my pocket. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, but the fact, the fact, I think that way, man, it's just, that's, that's what's messed up. That, that's the part that's very, 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 very,
I looked at honey. Oh, no, no, no. I apologize, man. Um, I, they, they, I'm still at work right now, man. They, they are trying to move some of my things around. Uh, could you repeat that for me, man? I apologize. I said, do you feel like you act different around white people or Asian people opposed to how you act for black? Oh, you said do I act differently around them? Yeah. Oh, not at all. Um, I said that's a man. You've always been the same. Oh yeah, man. I was, I was literally, literally just hooping with this. Oh, the white guy. Oh, well, bald and white guy. Man, he was pretty cool down. You know, he didn't seem like he'd be racist. Yeah, never know, though. Never know how people were actually feel. But I was, you know, I was over there shooting. came over there talking. Man, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to talk the way I talk. And, you know? Yeah. I am who I am, man. I'm not going to, you know, change the way I talk because you're white. I'm not going to change the way I act or, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've always been the same. You know what? Never change. Never change. I, I feel like I feel like <laughs> I think I've scared more white people away. <laughs> you remember that? Probably. You scared of white people away. <laughs> but you know, I, I've always welcomed this conversation. And if I don't care what color you are, you know, I love I love my black people, but that doesn't mean I shun or have issues with other races. I just want my people to be treated fairly, equally, have have true equality of what we offer to be seen as equal in the workplace, equal everywhere. And something that we're we're fighting for. You know, we just want to be treated the same. We want the same opportunities land us where we don't want to be like, well, you know, this is American and they're black African. Why do we have to be separate? Why can't we just be solid? Period. But it is what it is. So, like, it doesn't bother me about that part. We just want equality. We want what's right. I was reading about reparations. I'm with it. With all that, if it's empowering, uplifting my black people, I'm with it. Anything that's handed down, I'm not with. I've seen this black hand down other blacks. Like, I don't know if you heard this name, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Now, that name sounds kind of familiar. She's like a white guy, like a white comedian, but I'm not sure. Tyler. You think about Gary Owens, but no. Okay. That is something. He's a very, very, he's a very intelligent black woman some of the most VIPs of everything. But she's everything, but she's more far right than anything. But the fool, you get whatever political party you get that you know, a bunch of arguments for no reason. Democrats this, maybe they started the Ku Klux and they started this. How can Republicans be racist? It's the total mess, serious. It don't matter what what party you would be to be racist any party. So that doesn't mean nothing. I don't understand why the blacks would that party uh you support what you feel your ideology of which whatever you represent you go with what you feel, how they feel about policies and stuff like that. Blacks we tend to go to people that's trying to build with and 
thought it is if you look at what the principles of being a reflective community as far as less government interference and stuff like that, a lot of people want less government interference. But the Republican Party does nothing for blacks. They'll tell you, oh man, the Republican Party does a lot for blacks, but they're not for the Democrats. Both sides have damaged blacks. Tremendous. So neither one has a real true right to speak about it. Democrats have made strides in trying to appease us, and then have also made failures in not trying to please us by keeping their words. They want our votes, but then once they get our votes and get to the position they are, they don't keep their words of doing things to aid the black men. The Republicans, they always want to highlight that, yet not having no idea of what to do for us either. So, it's a mixed bag with that. I'm a Democrat. Well, I support Democrats, but, you know, I support on the basis of keep the word. Do what you're supposed to do. Do your job. I don't need the fluff. I don't need the PR for the TV, none of that stuff. Make right by my people. That's all I care about. And with this election, for brought so many different sides out because it's amazing. You can see a million people go to the right, not a million, but a couple hundred thousand go to the right, say an LSU game one more, blacks, whites, all the good, ten and eleven, laughing. And it takes one black athlete to speak up against Donald Trump, for example, and their niggers, their thugs. If they don't like this country, they need to go back where they came from. Nature of what people are. It's just force of ways to all the people and stuff like that. You still have the same problem. And yet, they'll, they'll go and hug and laugh and dance with them over a game. But then, when it comes to actual things that affect our country, at least speaking up against it, hence, you know, a dictator like Trump was ignorance and all the other stuff and now in America and then they're big crybabies they get paid all this money they just shut up they don't speak about politics because they just don't know and the result last time I checked there are people in this country so they have a voice just like you have a voice and your voice in your displaced for them wasn't there but and what they feel is wrong so you know, there's a lot of statements out there dealing with that. Yeah. Dealing with, you know, we're all kumbaya one second with them. We start talking about things that affect our families, country, and stuff like that. Oh, you're a nigger again. You're a thug and stuff like that. It, it's crazy. How things change so fast. It's like, you know, they had they a lot of black people voting for Trump. How you feel about that? You feel a certain type of way about it, not way about it, or it doesn't bother you? Did that happen, son? By a lot. But nevertheless, the whole situation with black people or Trump is. Is that wrong with me? Huh? 
I said with the whole situation with Trump. Black people oh, both. Yeah, yeah. It always sat wrong with me. And I say this in the sense of you can vote who you want to, you have the right to, and stuff like that. I just always felt like it was some sucker shit to me. Like, it's amazing how he suffers so many people, like they'll believe the highest of wealth and stuff. Yet still, his one state is coming about the black people and other, other people couldn't understand why black people were so outraged, so hurt, so mad with this man. Because they're not the one directly affected being offended. They're not the one that understands the nature of what he truly is. And for some black people, I'm going be honest, they were referred to as fools. With everything, and within the black community, it's like we talked about before. You are for black community, or you against it? If you're against it, you don't stand it. It's just simple as that. Like, I don't. It's hard for me. But they have a lot of black people that are just straight queens that vote for Trump. Then they got some black people that feel like they were doing the right thing. They feel like he was the better, lesser of two evils. There's no such thing. Um, evil is still evil, regardless if you do it that way. And he had the conspiracy theorists about Trump is just about the Lord, do the willing and Christian summer. He's the most Christian president. He's definitely a Christian, but nothing at all. So. You're listening, you feel like he's Christian, he's not Christian. Stop all that. That's all. That's ignorant. That's what you tell yourself. Please have nice. Don't throw give a care about you, me, black people, none of us. You don't care about winning, being top of this, top of that. He's in love with the fame of it. Don't care about no people. Special black people, so you token black business schools that were examples for him to parade around. Congratulations, ladies. We're in a much better place. We can move past Trump and his era of ignorance and racism, bigotry, everything. So, Sonny, you still with us, or we still lost you? I think we lost him. In closing, I want to say, we're glad that we have to love who we are.